Welcome to No Applause, Just a Clap. The only show that says we're effectively like recording in the, uh, what do you call that from Superman? Um, the Fortress of Solitude. The Fortress of Solitude. Uh, I would say that. It, actually, this kind of is the Fortress of Solitude, especially considering how unsocialized my cats are. Especially how Arctic. Uh, it's, I, it's actually not that bad in here now. It was much worse earlier. I needed a I'd, special key to get into that. That was made of a dwarf star. Like I said, I, I may be able to take off a couple layers soon because I'm actually layered up pretty hard. That sounded weird. It did. But like I said, no, it's it's a little cold in my apartment. At this point, it's probably somewhere around 45. We're in the crap 50. cave. Is that what you yeah, call we're, it? No, we're calling it the crap cave. However, I did clean up the crap cave. It looks nice. It's surprisingly tidy at the moment. Yeah. Don't ask why. No good reason. Don't ask why. But like I said, now we're in the crap cave. It's probably, actually, no, it's probably more like 50 in here. So it's nobody's going to die, but it's still a little chilly. No, we're fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, we have... So much to go over. We actually um, really don't. We really do. <laughs> don't we? Well, I didn't do anything this week. I think I have like three things to talk about. We'll be held off from last week. You're right. We did hold off from last week. Mm-hmm. I did want to talk about something right off the bat before I forgot about it, though. Sure. So, last year, after Christmas, Spotify totally did the whole three months premium for 99 cents. Which I did. Which I really enjoyed. However, after that, it's about ten bucks a month. Who the hell's gonna pay ten bucks a month for Spotify? I'm sorry, I'm not freaking doing that. But the nice thing that Spotify does, and they actually do a couple other services like this, is they gave me a 2016 report on my music. I listen to a lot more 80s music than I realize. I listen to a- Christmas by Wham. It's actually all Erasure. Oh. And uh, it's Erasure and Chess the Musical with One Night in Bangkok. And Big in Japan by, uh, crap. Who's Big in Japan by? Damn it. Mr. Big. It's not. Um, Alphaville. Like I said, it was, it was very revealing. I listened to a lot more 80s tracks than I thought of. And apparently a lot of Mickey Avalon. And I'd listen to a lot of Juice Newton. Thank you, Deadpool soundtrack. Listen to a lot of Juice Newton. And way more Korean pop than I would like to admit. So I did appreciate the rundown of my 2016. And they actually made me a pretty decent 2016 mix. What I did not like about it is that they mixed in the comedy tracks I like to listen to with the music tracks. And that's just Um, a little awkward. Because I listen to a lot of Kyle Kinane. Mostly the one about him going to the Ikea, buying a breakfast table, and not wanting to buy two chairs. And then getting depressed about not wanting to buy two chairs. Which just makes me think of you. Why does... Yeah, it should... Well, no, it just it seems like something you would do. Where you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go get a breakfast table for my nook. And then you go there and, like, they sell the chairs separately. Well, I only need one chair. Oh, I only need one chair. It, it seems like something you would completely get into your head about. I actually just went to Ikea for the first time. I've never uh, been to an Ikea. Oh, God. It's horrible. It's 
it's horrible and it's awesome all at the same time. Does that 30 Rock episode about Ikea on Valentine's Day make sense now? Yeah. I mean, it kind of already made sense because going to any kind of furniture store with your significant other is stressful. But, but Ikea is... Specifically? You could actually spend like a whole day in Ikea. Just fighting? Well, no. But I mean, like, just running through all of the, like, pre-made kitchens and living rooms. 500 and then... days of summer? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But, like I said, that bit just always makes me think of you for some reason. Because I just imagine you going to buy, like, like being, like, being like, I'm going to go get a breakfast table with this chair, or this little nook in my apartment. Because you actually always keep a very clean and actually pretty well furnished. Immaculate, yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty well furnished. Furnished. Nice. Furnished. It's going to be a good record. going to be a good record. Like I said, you actually keep a very clean, well furnished, and decorated apartment it's not sparse or anything like i said no it's not sparse or anything so i totally imagine I you think it's sparse but that's me well it's not sparse in like minimalistic kind of way it's just like we have what we need but there's still decorations and you don't feel like nobody's ever lived here is that kind of what you're going for well like i, I try to have things on the walls so that it doesn't seem like yeah. blind people live there but yeah but like I said, now, and I totally imagine you like going to the IKEA and being like, "I'm gonna buy something for this little nook for my breakfast area," and then realizing the chairs are sold separately and being like, "Well, I only need one chair," and then getting sad about the fact that you only need one chair. I actually get really weird about like uh, going to IKEA because it's got the a Kalkanane thing. Uh, it's also the weird couple connotations. I don't know why IKEA has weird couple connotations, but it kind of does. For no reason. I mean, maybe it's because you and your significant other are supposed to argue about design? I find that, like, it's it's very uh, Fight Club, where he talks about, like... Is it because you know what a duvet cover is? I... Well, a duvet cover doesn't make any sense. But a duvet, yes. Well, no, a duvet cover is the cover you put over the blanket, so you can just wash the cover instead of washing the whole blanket. But that's which just is a easier. duvet. No, a duvet cover is the cover you put over the blanket, over the duvet. So are there's we, a are cover, we at, cover. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. I don't like so that So watching, all. no, washing a duvet is difficult because it's heavy, and sometimes it won't fit in the washing machine. Well, so it's easier to put the cover on the duvet, so you can just wash the duvet cover mm -hmm. instead of washing the duvet. Okay. Um, I can't believe we're having this conversation. I can believe um, yes, it's a cover cover. That's exactly what it's it is. It's a cover cover. No, that's exactly what it is. It's a cover cover. And I don't like that. And it's... Oh, yes, I didn't do that. I'm sorry. No, that's exactly what a duvet cover is. It's a cover cover. But it's because if you have a down duvet or a duvet that is made out of something else that's Synthetic hard to wash... down, exactly. which you experienced... Washing no, it. no, so no, good. no, no, it's really good, but washing it is difficult. Do you remember my old comforter? God, I love that comforter. I know, Hated right? the pattern. Love that comforter. It was artificial, uh, artificial down. But like I said, hard to wash. Okay. That's why you put I, the cover on the duvet. Didn't... Well, no, that... Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to give you an explanation. There's stuff that we actually have to talk about. We can't argue about Ikea for like the next 40 minutes. 
Or that I watched Deadpool with my mom and she didn't get the Ikea references. Okay, just, you know, my sister laughed hysterically every time they named a new Ikea design. Because they named, what, like four of them? The, like, Gdal is... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah. Alright, what would you like to talk about today? Other than the fact... Actually, it's, it's not bad in here now. That might just be because I have some whiskey in me. Sure. Um, so let's talk about... We held off on this uh, last week. Yeah, because Ryan's um, not okay with spoilers like I am. Yeah, he's going to come back in a couple of weeks and... All right, yeah, he's in New Orleans for a bit. At time of recording, Yes. My charging cable tangled around my feet underneath the blanket. Okay, got it. Continue on. Or you can just keep burping. We didn't talk about, like... Oh, God. <laughs> gonna be a good episode. It's really bad. It's gonna be a good episode. Well, I'll edit that out. Um, Please don't. Okay. Um, the Walking Dead, like, we didn't talk about, like, the mid-season finale of The Walking Dead, which was huge for some of us. It was very huge. It was a slow episode, but it was also a good build. Uh, what do you mean it was slow? You're out of your mind. Did I? Okay. I thought it moved really quick, like, between Rick getting across the, uh, with Rick and Spencer getting across the zombie lake, and, um... Negan being in Alexandria, like, I I thought that was a really quick episode. Uh, my points are that Daryl's back. Bitches. Daryl's back, bitches. Um, he actually escaped um, the, the foundry, or wherever they call that. I can't uh, remember what they call it. Yeah, no, I can't either. But, like, he escaped... And under he's, Negan. And he's still freaking Daryl. Like, no matter the torture that happened to him. He's, he's, he's fucking Daryl. He's still Daryl. But it's one of those things where it hasn't changed his core. And he's still a survivalist at pretty much any cost. Well, and he's I still mean, part he of has, the group. Like, like he's said, still he part of the, the Rick Michonne group. Uh, we'll get into, not Maggie, but, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, no. Um... The short hair. Talking about Carol. Yeah, Carol. Seriously? Yeah. It took uh, me that long to answer because I didn't think you'd forget Carol. I consider myself a people person. Um. So Daryl's back. He rejoins the group. Uh, after the like communities torture. After a couple well, episodes of con- confinement and torture. Going downtown, or whatever that song is. Um, he joins the group. Um, the communities are effectively united, except for Oceanside. Yeah. Um, they're, they're the like outside group. But in terms of uh, Hillside, Alexandria, everything inside of the foundry, the, the sanctuary... Um, the sanctuary? I think it's called the sanctuary. It's been a while since I've watched it. It's been like almost a week and a half. Um, 
Ooh, sorry, I almost forgot to put my phone on silent. And Negan decided to kill Spencer, which... Yay! And, and zero then, fucks were given. And zero fucks were given. Because um, he was like, Rick has guts. Do you have guts? And then they like literally gutted him. Yeah. Um, which I saw coming. Uh, apparently there's a whole, <laughs> a whole community... Um, online about, like, they didn't see that coming. Like, why wouldn't you have? You're dumb. Moving on. Um, Rick has to shoot zombie Spencer in the head. You know, it's one of those things where they have that moral quandary in, like, pretty much every zombie flick ever, where you run into the person you knew when they were a human, and you have to kill them as a zombie. And honestly, I think... Pretty much, Shaun of the Dead is the only one that managed to kind of vaguely rectify that. Okay. Where he With gets to... Ch- no, no, I mean, like I said, where he gets to keep his friend in the back shed and they play video games together while he's a zombie. And he's like, don't, don't, don't no. bite me. No, no, no. Like I said, like I said, that's pretty much like a staple of the, the zombie genre is that at some point in time, you're going to have to kill your friend when they're a zombie. Okay, and but it's Spencer wasn't a friend. But it, it's just... it's an, Spencer was running... Okay, was first of all, that up. was probably incredibly satisfying. It was. But, but I'm just saying Spencer was weird... rising up against... Sorry. Spencer was rising up against Rick. Even the two of us, you still talk over me. No, I tried to... No, no, no. Okay, go ahead. But I'm just saying, within like any... Actually, even weird, like, corners of the zombie genre. It's the whole quandary of the, when they're a zombie, are they still the person you knew? And the general consensus is no. They're just a fucking monster. It's, it's, it's almost the... Well, they're a zombie, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's almost like the development of the vampire genre, where, you know, some books, they're like, no, they're just a fucking monster now and a vampire, so you should kill the shit out of them. But in some parts of that genre, they're like, no, they're still the same person, but now they're super sexy. Spencer was not. Well, I mean, you've seen Warm Bodies, right? Yeah. It's a love story. It's Romeo and Juliet with a zombie. Exactly. It's a subsect of the zombie genre where it's he's still a person even though he's a zombie. But about 90% of the zombie stories are like, nope, kill them. Kill the crap out of them. And Which frankly, in Walking Doug, Dead. If I ever get bitten, just kill me. Oh, don't, yeah. Like, don't let me go full on zombie. Just yeah, exactly. Right Thank in the head. you. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Same for you? Uh yeah. Okay. Like I said, if I ever go zombie, just fucking kill me. And don't let me go and don't let me get degutted from uh Negan. So. Exactly, yes. No, but it's just one of those things like you and I both love iZombie. But I don't think either of us would be, you know, an so what more. would you think like Negan would do in iZombie? What are you talking about? Negan wouldn't be a thing. Negan would be in prison. Why? Because he would have assaulted a bunch of people nobody realized were zombies. And they would have convicted him for being a multiple murderer. But those people would have been considered dead. Um, yeah, you get they, into the whole... No, like I said, it, I don't think the forensic pathology is good enough for really? them. Really? Yeah. All right. Mm-mm. So? <laughs> they might be among us now, and we just don't know. 
We need one of Negan. us. One, one of us. us. We need Negan. Or maybe we don't. Um, I don't know. We really don't. Um, if they're not eating us now, I'm fine. Ash versus Evil Dead uh, two season two ended. Um, it got renewed for a third season. Well, it got renewed for a third season before the second season premiered. Fine. Um, I love it. One thing I like it ends on a. Is this really good for Ash? Um, it ends on an episode that he's hailed as a hero in his community for killing deadites. But, I mean, um, that's kind of his theme. He's doing good, but it's not necessarily good for him. Based on what happened through the season, is it an illusion? Deb, do you want to, like, hashtag that or... Uh- does it really matter? Yeah. I mean, well, no, it's just... I would say no. It's probably not an illusion. You think Just that because things could be, like... Things like, could like, be no, okay. Like, no, like, if it, was, if it was an illusion, they'd probably be, like, 100% better. Like, things are okay. Things are not great. I think if it was an illusion, things would be, like, so much better. Well, we do have, like, Pablo coming back from the dead, and... But I'm just saying, it's like, you know, all the pussy. He would get all the pussy. That, that was a joke, but, I mean, that's just an example. No, like, you're absolutely right. No, but it's, it's like the, the Red Dwarf, you know, infinite happy video game. I didn't watch it. Okay, never mind. It was also in the books, and it was better in the books. But like I said, it's just, if things were going to be an illusion, you'd think it would be, like, so much more idyllic. Idyllic. Damn it. No. I don't like it. No. Um, all right, what do you got? So, I rewatched all of BoJack Horseman. I've forgotten how much the end of that series... Like, every season, the end of that series is just a kick right in the fucking crotch. Oh, with, like the, it's wild, still wild, with the wild horses? No, no, just every season. The end of season one, the end of season two, the end of season three, because I rewatched all of it. They always just have the sharp emotional slope with the prospect of redemption. Okay. And it's over a number of episodes. And in season three, it's the whole one with the pasta ship crashing and Mr. Peanut Butter needing all of the sieves and or colanders. Yeah. With the sexy, they're basically Uber driver orca whales to strain all of it out. Right. But after that, it's Bojack, you know, realizing how much nothing means anything yet again. Yeah. And driving off into the middle of nowhere and then seeing wild horses. I'm thinking the beginning of season four is going to be him trying to... Three. No, season three's already out. This is season the next one, season four. No. No, they've done three seasons. No, they haven't. Yes, they have. I can prove it to you. Sure. Don't. I'm, don't. Doing, I'm doing it. No, don't. Exactly. I'm actually blocking... Anyways, I'm thinking the beginning of the next season is him trying to run with the wild horses and failing miserably. Yeah. Because that's what he does. 
Bam! Three seasons. Suck it. Okay. Like I said, season four, I think, is due out in spring of 2017. Sorry? No, I'm just saying. I think season four is... But here's the thing. At the end of season three, they actually do a weird hanger where they have Princess Carolyn, which, by the way, I cannot believe it took me so long to realize that her ringtone was Jellicle Cats from Cats. Yeah. Thank you for that. You're welcome. There's a young girl who I actually believe is a horse trying to get a hold of Bojack through Princess Carolyn, and she can't. And they have no explanation for that whatsoever. So I'm wondering... That's a daughter. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I'm wondering if Bojack's going to find out he's a daughter. And this is also right after... um... Crap, what's the character's name? The daughter on Horsin' Around that died. The one oh, voiced uh, by Kirsten Shaw. Yeah. Uh, Something. Uh, she had two names. It doesn't matter. Suck a duck a dick. Suck a duck a dick, bitch. Like I said, she ends up overdosing in the planetarium. Yeah. Oh my god, what a kick in the fucking crotch. Of the second last episode. Yeah. yeah. And the last episode is kind of your funeral. Kind of. Well, no, I'm pretty sure he doesn't actually show up for her funeral. He's just sitting at home alone. Drinking. What else did you do this week, Doug? I have one more, but I can wait. Uh, well, how much do you want to get into? Um, no, you can go all rogue one on me, it's fine. That made it sound like a sex term, didn't it? You can spoil Rogue One for me as much as you would like. It doesn't bother me. Rogue One was fucking amazing. It's getting great reviews and it has made a fuckload of money. The only thing I'll say about this is that... Oh no, you can talk about it later. No, I won't. Um, Because I know Lizzie's going to come back and want to talk about it. Like I said, I probably won't see it until after the holidays, so... Ah, well... I will say that um, I thought it would take like in in terms of uh, time uh, it would be like six months before New Hope. Nope. No, I assumed it was instantaneous. Was it because of that woman dressed in the weird white robe with the silver chain? No, oh, you mean Princess Leia. That's not Princess Leia. My point is that... The one uh, that delivers their briefing, that's not Princess Leia. That's Mata Martha. So, Thank you. See? Yeah. Um, oh, in terms of the Republic, Republic Senate, yeah. There you go. Um, the thing is, Rogue One takes place literally like within like two or three days of New Hope. The movie actually ends where New Hope begins. Which was awesome. And I will get... I tell you, as a kid, it actually always bothered me. The one line. When they're like, many men died to get this information. It actually always bothered me. We never got more about that story. And I know in the extended universe, they went into it extensively. But I'm really happy they decided to do a standalone about it. I, I completely agree. 
Um, except that we all knew that they would die. Oh no, absolutely. Like they all did. It's it's a Romeo and Juliet thing. You know at the uh, beginning. No. Well. No, no, you know at the beginning of Romeo and Juliet that the two leads are going to die. They say that within the first ten lines of the um, of the play. And like I said, I knew immediately when they announced this. I'm like, oh, I remember that line in the movie. They did. They ruled it. And they all do die. Spoiler. So many um, spoilers. <laughs> they go all Hamlet on this one. But man. Worth it? I I loved it. I loved it. I really did. I really liked it. Um, so better than Batman Superman. Yeah. Better um, than Suicide Squad. If the extended version, yeah. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just gonna name off like all the disappointing films this year. <laughs> um, Did not disappoint. My only issue, well, I have many issues. I have a couple issues. Um, one, the CGI Peter Cushing. I'll look at Deb for this one. Uh, As I look at you, Blakely. Grand Moff, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, um, in the original movie, was played by Peter Cushing. Um, he is dead. So he died they quite some time ago, which is really too bad. Because yeah. So just something. There's something so severe about his looks that actually made everything more intense. Like all he had to do is stand there and look slightly irritated. Well, off Tarkin, yeah. He gets CGI reanimated on this one. Tarkin or Turkin? Tarkin. Okay, thank you. I thought it was Tarkin, but you kept saying Turkin. Um, he gets reanimated, which is really off-putting. Well, I hope his estate is okay with that. I assume they would be. Um, mm, it is off-putting. I mean, I get it, but I really hope his estate is okay with that. I assume they once again would be. Yeah, the problem is that sometimes is. when you're in Golden Hollywood, when you die, you come back dancing with a vacuum. You know, like Fred Astaire in those vacuum commercials. He did not. Uh, Peter Cushing uh, came across as being reanimated and trying to take hold of the Death Star. Um, it seems like he's right. Uh, they did a CGI a young um, uh, Princess Leia. Could have said Carrie Fisher, but yes. A little itchy, little itchy. Uh, in terms of them CGIing all those characters. Would you prefer a CGI or a recast? My well, okay. In terms of that, I do no, CGI. No, this specific movie. Would you prefer a CGI or a recast? In general, I prefer a recast, but this specific movie, because it's so iconic to my childhood, I'd almost prefer a CGI. What is your opinion? There were points in the movie where they didn't show Princess Leia, and I'm like, okay, like they showed her from the back. Like with the but with what? the robe and the the the, the, the hair buns. What? I was making a joke. And, uh... It would have been alright had I not seen the CGI. Okay, and I repeat, would you prefer to recast? No. 
No, I'm okay with the uh, the CGI stuff. Um, Because you know he would have made a great recast of Carrie Fisher. Her daughter? What's her daughter look like? I don't don't know. I'm not looking up things. Relax. Um... But Rogue One, definitely worth definitely worth a watch. Um, in terms of the, would you pay for it in the theaters? Well, I did, and will again. No, no, no. Like I said, would you pay for it in the theaters? The blind guy, like taking stormtroopers, that was fucking wicked awesome. Say it right. It was wicked awesome. I frankly think that Maisie Williams would have probably made a great recast as a young Carrie Fisher. Or Princess Leia. Mm, no, because she's tied up on being the. No, I get that she's shield holder on Doctor Who. I get that she has other obligations, but I'm just saying, appearance-wise and frankly, spirit-wise. Oh, I mean, uh, Game of Thrones, but I, but I meant Doctor Who. Everybody knew what you meant. Like I said, I'm saying spirit-wise and frankly, appearance-wise, I think she would have been a good recast for a young Princess Leia. Uh, the, the, it would have been nice. Um, well, like I asked you, would you rather have a recast or would you rather have CGI? Uh, CGI. So, CGI is good. They made the right decision. Like I said, it's getting excellent reviews. Yeah. It's so killed it box yeah, office. Good, very well box office-wise, internationally and domestically. I want to talk to you about something a little bit strange. Do you feel like you've been completely bombarded with advertisements for Sing in the last three weeks? For what? Sing. What is Sing? The new movie Sing. So, no, I haven't. So, Illumination. Oh, yeah, the... the uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like I didn't with, hear... With, with animals on... Um, yeah. It's basically Animal American Idol, yes. Yeah, no, I don't... No, but I feel like I didn't hear anything about this until three weeks ago, and now I can't stop seeing advertisements about it. And no, I haven't, so no, I can't. Okay. Do you want me to go, or do you want to go? Mm. Uh. I can go, it's fine. Yeah. So I finally watched the third season of Burning Love. Have you watched the third season of Burning Love? I have not. It's their version of Bachelor in Paradise, and it's fucking awesome. I didn't even realize they made a third season. It's fucking amazing. I'm super going to need you to watch it so we can talk about it. Like, I, I don't even want to talk about it now because I need you and I to talk about it later. So, I'm not big on reality TV other than, like, MasterChef or, you know, I was going to say Hell's Kitchen. But this parody of Bachelor or Bachelorette is the greatest thing I've ever fucking seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, they have a star-studded cast. They always have. Yeah, but like I said, I'm going to need you to watch this third season. Involving, what was it, um, what's her name, Jennifer Aniston is the girl in the bear suit? Was the first season? Well, that was the first season, but yeah, like I said, this particular one, um... Ken Marino and June Diane Raphael are still engaged from the second season. And they're doing a Bachelor in Paradise thing. It's fucking hilarious. I'm totally going to need you to watch this so we can talk about it. 
Because the last, like, Bachelor like, winner was, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Ben Siller with, um... um Symphony? Well, that's her character name, but his actual wife, but yeah. Uh, yeah. His actual wife. Like, they're like, yeah, this is horrible. Like I said, no. They, they made a third season of uh, Burning Love, which I did not know about until Hulu informed me. What? How did you not know about this? We talked about this They years made a ago. third season. Did you watch it? Yeah. Well, not the third season. No, I repeat. They, did, they made a third season that I had no idea about. No, I watched the first and second season. I didn't know they made a third season. Hey, Doug, they made a third season. Watch it and we'll talk about it. Okay. That's about all I've been doing this week. Me? Yeah, of course. Um. Well, I want to do red shirts on that one. Um. What about slingshot? So we'll say before red shirts. Uh, the Yahoo hack, hack, hawk. No, you said Yahoo hawk. There were so many hilarious images mm. that went through my head. I think Lizzie just threw up. Um, I don't think he really cares. The Yahoo hack. Um, it did actually, uh, to some extent, affect us. I had to go through and change a lot of passwords. Um, the end. So I guess it's kind of a red shirt. Yeah. Um... The Despicable Me trailer, uh... Despicable Me 3. I actually yeah. had no idea they were making that. I did. Apparently I'm more ahead of touch than you, but like I said, no, I got surprised by that. I loved the Despicable Me 3 trailer. <sighs> yes. I laughed way fucking harder than I should have at the whole Trey Parker dancing animation with him and the weird shoulder pads <laughs> and the bubblegum. Shoulder pads. Like I said, it's a monster. No, he's just wearing shoulder pads. I, I'm itchy about the fact that, like, Gru is, like, a good guy again, um, which I think ruined the second movie. Sorry. Anyways, continue. No. No, it's just, it's, I think it's a natural progression for him. Because Gru was never really a bad guy. He just didn't know where to put his efforts. So where does he put his efforts now? Like fighting Trey Parker, which, and then having like the three girls. Well, obviously he just. Well, actually, they're probably grown now, considering the progression of the movies. They're probably teens or twenties. Like the girls probably don't need him as much as they used to. I mean, they still need him because you never don't need your parents. They're probably it's like so fluffy. <laughs> she's probably at least sixteen or seventeen now. Oh God, that hurts. I'm just... The movies make jumps in time. I'm not trying to make you feel old. But I'm just saying, the movies make jumps in time. So she's probably a teenager now. I mean, like, maybe 13 at the youngest. So she doesn't need him as much as she used to. I'm just saying. Also, where's my unicorn? So do you think that this movie's about... Where's my unicorn? Um, I do think this movie's about Gru's personal growth. I think it's about him trying to find his place in the world and being comfortable in a relationship. Which sounds crazy for a, chi- for a kid's movie, but, you know, you also still get the minions. 
Hello. Um, boss? Boss? Big boss? Banana. Banana. Do you think that you'll see the kids in the next movie? Oh, absolutely. I just don't think you'll really? see them in a huge capacity. I think it'll be more of a cameo thing. They're all going to college, high school, and then probably middle school, I guess? I, I would actually say, like, either have their own life, college, and high school. I well, not the youngest no, one. No, the I, think they're, I think they're significantly older. Okay. Because, honestly, if he's taking on a task like that, I would think that most of his parental duties are about out of the way. It's a big duty. <laughs> duty. It's a big duty. But like I said, I think if he's taking on a mission like that, then he doesn't have to worry about his girls as much. Because, okay. I mean, like I said, as a parent, I wouldn't see you taking on something that dangerous and time-consuming until your kids have other things going on in your life. Well, unless he's so, going to ruin them with wham. Wake me up before you go-go. So I think if he's in middle school, he still probably has to devote a great deal of time to her. So maybe if she's in high school... The youngest one. Yeah. The youngest one's just got to be like in elementary school. They make time jumps. Okay. The Minions movie was in the 60s. So Mm. many hair references. Banana. But, um, in terms of... But in terms of this, it's got to be in the 80s. Oh, so he hasn't even met, actually, the girls. No, 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 no. This is Despicable Me 3. It's not a follow-up to the Minions movie. Oh, um... So, I mean, it could be set now, but it would be a time jump. So the girls could be X amount of age. Like, they never set a specific year in Despicable Me 1 or 2 where they were set. But the oldest one be in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to think. Maybe she flunked out. We don't know. Um, Maybe she got married young. Had a kid. Super regrets it. There's no high five on that one. Um, yeah, but I like to think, you know, the dark side of the, the animated movies. <laughs> yeah, she grew up fine. Got married to a first boyfriend. Had a kid too young. Super regrets it. Lives in a trailer. Had unprotected sex. Um, I thought that was implied, but apparently we're just going to say it out loud. Ugh. Um, I'm... So, I'll see it, but you and I had the same opinion on Despicable Me too. It was fun, it wasn't great. That, no, it's horrible. Uh, well, I, not no, horrible. No, it wasn't horrible, it just... It was... Minions was better. I, yes. Like I said, Despicable and Me And I too. didn't like him being like a hero. I think that's what three's gonna be. I think it's gonna be him fighting the bad guy. Uh, well, duh. No, but I mean, not like bad guy versus bad guy. I think he's gonna be good guy versus bad guy. Because Despicable Me 1, it was bad guy versus bad guy. I'm sorry, I'm totally gonna hiccup in a second. With, yeah, Jason, uh... We're gonna steal the moon! Uh, I, I, I just don't like seeing Gru as being like, the good guy, good guy. I think Does that make sense? I don't think he's ever supposed to be... The good guy, good guy. I don't think he's ever supposed to be a good guy, good guy. I think he's supposed to be a protector with self-interest. 
Okay. No, I mean, that makes sense, though. I mean, that's no, a like, protector. Like, it, that's like 70% of parents I know. Protector with self interest. Also, I don't know a lot of parents, and most of the ones I know are Eastern European. Just saying. So they're drunk. That's not even close to what I said. It's not even close to what I said. What else do we have to talk about? Apparently we got to move on, since Doug's going to make stereotypes. App of the week. Do you not have anything else on your list? No. I thought you wanted to talk about Rogue One some more. Um. Hey, do you ever want to see a Star Wars movie where all she does is climb ladders and have her father figures die? Watch Rogue One. <laughs> have all you right. seen it? No, I'll see it later. It's fine. All she does is climb ladders and have her father figures die. Do you not remember the fucking fight we had about uh, Jupiter ascending? You mean Jupiter ascending? First of all, it's not as bad as you said it was. Uh, yes, it is. Second of all, it's, it's the hurt. It's fucking terrible. It's not as terrible as you said it's it was. It's Space Cinderella. It's bullshit. Do you not remember the fight we had about one of the ending scenes where she's, like, climbing through the burning starship, but we never saw the main antagonist die? And I'm like, oh, she's going to meet up with him again. So it was her, And like, then she down, does. Yeah, exactly. And so it's her climbing down, like, fiery ladders and then running into... Redman? I can't remember what his first name is. Sure. No, he's, he's the lead in Fantastic Beasts. Oh, uh, Eddie Redman. Yeah, there we go. Like I said, Redman. Like I said, her running into Eddie Redman again because we never saw him die the first time. Oh, yeah. All right. App of the week. Um, I don't have an app of the week. I super wish I my do. phone would stop being a dick bag. How about you? I'm really enjoying it until we get to <laughs> higher levels on this one. Um, I love gumballs in dungeons. Effectively, the part of the game is that you play a little gumball and you evolve in dungeons. Um, I really like it. Oh, seems sexy. Sorry. Um, I thought we were going to have a transformer outside. No. Deb's pulling that one back. Uh, but I love playing gumballs and and dungeons. Um, I just unlocked a whole bunch of stuff. I think it's really f fun. I actually deleted um, DC Legends um, because I was just grinding on that for so long that I went fuck I'm off. I'm sorry. So many in your endos. That's right. I said in your endos. Um, I deleted uh, DC Legends. I really wasn't happy with the grinding aspect of it. Well, no, you said you'd reached kind of a plateau there. Yeah. And you're just, yeah. So, you know what, I get it. At some point, if you play a game enough, you reach a plateau. And it's basically money and randomness to kind of level up again. Well, you're grinding or you're paying for it. Well, I said money or randomness. Um, like or I said, paying um, to grind. Yeah. Like I said, and... First of all, fuck you. And second of all, I'm not paying you. So, no. If you found something else that's entertaining you, good. 
It's just, you know, gumballs and dragons. Yes, I know it's gumballs and dungeons, but I like to imagine dragons blowing bubbles. You just like to say balls. No, good. No? Gumballs. I'm pretty sure you've said balls more times than I have now. Balls. Yeah, not done yet. Do you have anything else on your list? Nope, just balls. Mistakes I made this week. Balls. Um, my apartment is cheap as hell, but it's been cold as fuck lately. So, apparently I should not have asked my parents for a new rug or a bookshelf. I should have just gotten an electric blanket or a space heater. I'm just worried if I get a space heater, my cats are going to incinerate themselves. Doug, mistakes you made this week? Uh, balls? Um, no, uh, actually, mistake I made, uh, did I talk about this last week? I don't know, you haven't said anything yet. Fair enough. Um... The listening to Nerdist. Be more specific. Their openings. I think you did mention this last week. I think I did. Okay. Um, social contract. Okay, I get that it's winter and there's a very narrow tract on the sidewalk where all of us can walk. But thank you for punctuating that. Well, like I said, how about you not keep your head down and pay attention to where you're walking so you don't almost plow me over, you fucking cuntbag. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah.